Hey, this is Bosco Sankara, editor of Jacobin. Uh, I know everyone has a podcast these days, but the Dig and Dan Denver are really, really good. And Dan needs your help to help pay the people who work on the sh- show and uh, reproduce their labor power. And as every Marxist knows, it's very important. Uh, to support this show, go to patreon.com and look up the dig. That's patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. Thanks, and I uh, hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to The Dig, a podcast from Jacobin Magazine. My name is Daniel Denver, and I'm broadcasting from Providence, Rhode Island. On this show, I normally serve up ice-cold, well-digested takes. Sometimes, however, something important happens, and I find someone who can help me understand it on short notice. Last weekend's election in France, which advanced the far-right National Front's Marine Le Pen and neoliberal centrist Emmanuel Macron to a runoff, is one such depressing eventuality. My guest today is Sebastian Budgen, a senior editor for Verso Books and member of the editorial board at Historical Materialism. Pardon me as I serially butcher French pronunciations. Sebastian Budgen, welcome to The Dig. Thank you. Well, I'm happy to be here. So the two main political parties in France seemingly have utterly collapsed, sending Marine Le Pen and Macron to a runoff. What happened? Well, uh, I think you're right. The political center, the two pillars of the political establishment in France, have, as as many predicted, entirely imploded, um, but perhaps to a degree uh, greater than, than some were expecting. The French Socialist Party's vote has completely um, liquefied um, to 6%, which is the lowest share of the vote since 1969. Um, and the uh, traditional right, uh, led by can- the candidate uh, François Fillon, uh, has been pushed uh, out of the race um, in third position, only uh, 0.3%. Uh, or 0.4% more than the the vote uh, gained by uh, Jean-Luc Mélenchon, the the radical left candidate. So, and uh, the uh, aftermath in both cases is likely to be extremely bloody internally. There is a bit of a Bernie Sanders-style silver lining here in terms of Mélenchon, the left-wing candidate, who had broken from the Socialist Party a number of years back, rocketing from pretty low numbers um, a few weeks back to a near win. What do you make of, of his campaign? And do you think there is a path forward for the French left here? Obviously not in the very short term, but but in the longer term? Yes, yeah, so I certainly think that the campaign that Mélenchon uh, ran was um, extremely successful uh, in terms of the final result uh, and was, as you say, based on a a rocketing uh, high uh, percentage of the vote in comparison with where he started off. Um, as, a, as I said earlier, he, he got virtually the same vote as the um, the candidate from the conventional right, 19%, um, and, uh, you know, came within a whisker of qualifying for the, the second round. So uh, it definitely was an extremely impressive rise. Um, 
and it was based on a you know very impressive campaign in terms of um enormous uh rallies um uh very you know uh impressive amount of uh, mobilization of all sorts of uh sectors um and you know big march that he organized in the center of paris for the sixth republic and so on so it was a definitely extremely impressive uh campaign which also relied you know both on on old style techniques such as those and, and new, 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 new style uh, use of uh, social media and the internet. As far as what, it, what, it, what does it portend in terms of the uh, future for the French uh, radical left as a whole, um, much is in, up in the air. I mean, <clears throat> of course, there is the second round of the presidential elections first, and then in June there will be the legislative elections. Um, where La France Insoumise, uh, Mélenchon's uh, platform, if you like, because it's not really a party, is standing. Um, and we will have to see um, how uh, that works out in terms of uh, how, many, um, how many MPs they get and so on. And then, of course, the other question mark is what Mélenchon's personal um, plans are. Um, he has intimated in the past that this was his last campaign. Um, and... Uh, it's not impossible that he would stand down and um, and uh, and remove himself from the from the scene. Um, so uh, a lot of those things are up in the air. And of course, you know, the French left remains extremely fragmented. Uh, La France Insoumise, as I said, is not a party per se. Uh, it's not even a electoral front like the Left Front was in the the front he stood for um, in 2012, uh, which was a, an alliance between the. His, his left party, the, the Communist Party, and some other forces. So, uh, what this, how this will shake out organizationally, is uh, extremely uh, moot at this point. Why has the far right been so much better poised to take advantage of the economic crisis in Europe than the radical left? And why does a neoliberal candidate like Macron have any support at all in 2017? Okay, well, on the first point, I think uh, the far right has uh, been successful uh, because they have a message uh, that is coherent on their own terms. Um, they have allied the notion of uh, the attack on what they call ultra-liberalism ultra and uh, globalism uh, with uh, you know, a series of uh, reactionary but uh, coherent uh, solutions uh, in terms of immigration, protectionism, uh, closing the frontiers and uh, so on. Um, and uh, I would argue also that they have uh, had much greater clarity than the radical left on one question in particular, which is the question of Europe. Um, they have been campaigning now for a while uh, on a clearly anti-Euro uh, and anti-EU platform, which uh, clearly has a resonance amongst working class uh, and other types of uh, voters from uh, the popular classes, um, whereas the radical left uh, and the left in general in France is deeply uh, confused uh, about the issue of the European Union, um, with many, of course, still looking towards the European Union as some kind of medium to long term solution. Um, so uh, they've had a lot, if you like, they've been at it for longer with a coherent message and a clearer set of answers uh, as far as Europe is concerned. Um, as far as Macron is concerned, um, well, yes, he is a neoliberal. 
and um, uh, you know uh, there isn't an electoral social base for neoliberal policies in France, so it can indeed look like a, a paradox. What he's, what I think is really to explain the, the, the real cause of his success, at least at the moment, is the fact that he appears to be a non-politician politician. Um, he is posed as somebody who is not, it's very ironic because, of course, he's, he's entirely a product of the system and of the establishment in its social, economic and uh, political dimensions. But he has managed to position himself as somebody who is an outsider, who, who doesn't come from the political caste, um, who isn't uh, bound down by uh, the uh, legacy of scandals, of corruption, of uh, various types of uh, pathologies that the political class in France is uh, associated with. Um, and uh, he's traded on that image and as well as the image of being young and fresh and so on um, to position himself as some 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 type of a soft uh, anti-establishment uh, choice. Um, uh, in a, another place, I described him as neoliberal, uh, the neoliberal candidate with a smile rather than with a snarl. Uh, as was the case with Fillon. And, uh, you know, uh, that has certainly been successful in winning the support both of centre-right and centre-left um, voters. I think the other main cause for his success is that, you know, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy in the sense that he, uh, the polls have shown him as a candidate who can easily beat uh, Marine Le Pen in a runoff. And uh, people are so concerned about Marine Le Pen possibly winning the uh, second round that uh, it's, he seems like the safest option to uh, to avert that uh, that uh, eventuality. Um, what do you think the Le Pen and Macron race will look like? Will the entire political spectrum and I believe what's referred to as France a Republican Front um, come together from uh, center right to left to defeat Le Pen, or is it possible that Macron's uh, um, high finance neoliberalism will prove too repellent to too many voters. Well, yes. On the on the first point, it's already been uh, it's already the case that the Socialist Party has unanimously voted uh, to call for a vote for Macron. Uh, almost the whole of the uh, centre right uh, has uh, made the same call. François Fillon did uh, last night. Alain Juppé, um, all the key uh, leaders of the uh, the centre-right. There are a few figures who are kind of uh, hedging their bets by uh, younger figures who are hedging their bets by uh, saying that they, uh, they, they, they don't, they're not going to call for any vote in particular. Uh, but so far, no serious figure from the centre-right has, has come out on the other side, as it were, calling for a vote for Marine Le Pen. Um, so yes, the political establishment has uh, closed ranks behind uh, Macron. Um, whether whether this will translate into uh, an electoral mobilization is, of course, yet to be tested because uh, just because the leaders call for this kind of uh, support doesn't mean that uh, their members or the wider electorate will follow them in um, in uh, in sort of a sheepish um, in sheepish uh, subjugation. Um, many people on the right uh, will have uh, difficulties uh, swallowing the idea of voting for uh, somebody who was a minister in the, in the PS government. And many people on the left will have problems voting for somebody who, as you say, represents 
uh, a social and e- uh, economic program which um, which uh, they find uh, they find uh, completely repugnant. Um, so, and in the person in the person of someone who actually made millions as a finance uh, in finance of all places. Yes, exactly in investment banking. Um, so yeah, he really does incarnate the the economic e- elite in, in a quite flagrant manner. So uh, we will see. I mean, it will be a balance between the 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 difficulty many people have uh, facing the idea of, of uh, in the face of the idea of voting for him with the the, the opposite uh, uh, motivation, which is the the face of uh, of, of Marine Le Pen and, and the Front National. Um, and uh, you know, the polls at the moment show a very wide uh, victory for Macron. Uh, it's quite likely this is going to narrow over the next uh, few days and weeks. What do you think a Mélenchon-Le um, Pen race would have looked like or a Mélenchon-Macron um, um, race? Um, would would he have stood a, a better or or worse chance against Le Pen? And how, how would have a Macron, uh, Macron-Mélenchon race have scrambled uh, various alliances? Well, um a Macron Mélenchon face-off would have been would have had the merit of introducing uh, ideological clarity into what is a you know very muddied and uh, 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 unclear situation. Uh, it would have been a, a straightforward uh, contest between a uh, left social democratic, um, ambitious uh, and combative agenda on the one hand, and an agenda of of, uh, of simply accepting and deepening the neoliberal order on the other. Uh, I think it would have been a very interesting and quite high-level um, uh, presidential uh, f- uh, runoff. Um, a Mélenchon-Le uh, Pen uh, uh, contest would also have been very interesting. I think it's likely that it would have been a much tighter race um, because the Front National has proved itself very effective up to now uh, as far-right as with other far-right movements in the past, in trying to recuperate and uh, recycle themes from uh, the radical left. And uh, she would have used that to try and muddy the uh, waters on the key social and economic issues. And of course, uh, she would have accused Mélenchon of being soft on immigration and uh, Islam and so on. And Mélenchon is not the greatest, um, uh, is not on the strongest ground, uh, given his Left nationalist and uh, uh, state uh, secularist um, uh, blind spots on these issues. Uh, so it would have been an exciting uh, contest, I think, full of colour and uh, and um, and strong uh, strong words. Um, I think the result would have been uh, more up in the air. This episode of the Dig is sponsored by our Patreon supporters and by Oxford University Press. Today, I want to tell you about an Oxford title that you might find interesting. The Making of Black Lives Matter, A Brief History of an Idea, by Christopher J. LeBron. LeBron traces the historical roots of the Black Lives Matter movement and argues for a renewed focus on equal dignity in society, not just equal rights. The Making of Black Lives Matter, A Brief History of an Idea, by Christopher J. LeBron. Out now from Oxford University Press. If Le Pen does lose as as uh, polls indicate, she will. She and the front, the National Front, have already transformed French 
politics, correct? If you look at um, the current socialist government's statements about about Islam and also particularly uh, the Fillon campaign. Yeah, I mean, the Front National, ever since its emergence in the 1980s, has uh, uh, helped pull the whole uh, political um, and media establishment to the right on the issues of uh, race, religion, immigration, and so on. And um, the establishment politicians have uh, simply uh, uh, allowed themselves to be pulled in that direction or tried to um, to outflank uh, the Front National on these issues. So, yes, the Front National has, has been very successful in, re, uh, in re-articulating the discourse around these issues. Um, what one can hope, perhaps, is that if she, if the uh, if there is a big defeat for her in the second round, the old demons of the far right uh, and the divisions within it, which are latent at the moment, will uh, be revived. Uh, and there's clearly a faction in the Fornesta now that would seize on the opportunity to say that her whole strategy is misguided and that a more traditional, less social, less national, stroke uh, hyphen social. Um, uh, platform uh, needs to be that that platform needs to be ditched, and a more traditional uh, national liberal uh, neoliberal program needs to be revived. So we will see whether that uh, that indeed, indeed does uh, happen, or or whether she manages to paper over the cracks. Is there also a camp associated with her father that just can't stand being told that they're not allowed to make? Public anti-Semitic comments is that a is that trouble for some of the far far right of this far right party? Yeah, there's a lot of discontent about different aspects of her program, about her the kinds of people that she surrounded herself with, um, uh, and about uh, the way she's treated some of the uh, you know with expulsions and uh, and other kind of disciplinary measures. People like her father who uh, want to be able to um, continue that kind of um, more explicitly anti-Semitic and racist um, language. Um, but more seriously, I think, is the question, more serious is the question of the economic program, social and economic program, and the kind of different social bases that are represented by the Four National. On the one hand, a more working class uh, northern uh, vote, which is in favor of defending the welfare state. On the other, kind of uh, petty bourgeois uh, based based from in the south of France, which is uh, for slimming down the slate, state and uh, for a kind of, as I say, national neoliberal um, program. That, that's more rep- that, that 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 latter course is more clearly represented by her niece Marion Maréchal Le Pen, who also has much more traditionalist positions on abortion and uh, gay rights and so on. And that um, more neoliberal far right base in the South is also the more original base of the party and the expansion to uh, more working class support and economic nationalism and protectionism is a a newer turn that the party's made in recent years. Yeah. And so how fragile this all is or how solid it is, is going to be tested (coughs) by the results of the second round. You said earlier that there will be a lot of bloodletting within inside the two major parties, which obviously makes sense in the case of the socialists. I think Hemelin got, what was it, 5%? Four? Something utterly six, utterly pathetic. How, what will that bloodletting look like, do you think? 
And more broadly speaking, what do the various political parties and orientations in France, how do they come out of this election? What sort of institutional form will they will the various tendencies take? Okay, well, that's a broad question. I mean, in the case of the Socialist Party, it's clearly uh, the most dramatic. It's a complete and utter humiliation for the Socialist Party. Um, and the right of the party is already in the shape of Manuel Valls, the former prime minister and others, is already seizing on the defeat as an opportunity to try and push through uh, what they uh, have been uh, advocating for a long time, which is essentially the dissolution of the Socialist Party, uh, its rebranding as a you know, a Democratic Party type formation uh, 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 of, of quote-unquote progressives uh, that no longer clearly identifies itself with the left or with the tradition of, of socialism or social democracy even. Um, so that's clearly a right, a right faction wants to do that, push that all the way through, uh, explode the Socialist Party, and um, and then you know re re uh, connect with uh, the Macron uh, people and 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 uh, try and uh, reach some kind of coalition with them. Um, the left of the party, depending on how depressed and uh, disillusioned it is by these elections, will will try to resist in some form. Some I hope will push for some kind of orientation towards uh, Mélenchon. Um, and a recomposition of the of the left on a on a on a, on a more clearly um, uh, combative uh, program, but um, that's still to be seen. Um, but it's yeah, likely to be extremely uh, extremely tumultuous in the case of the socialists. In the case of the right, there will also be, I suspect, a lot of uh, settling of accounts um, of a personal nature to start with between the different uh, factions. Uh, there are whole series of younger figures who want to get rid of the older um, generation represented by Fillon, Sarkozy, Juppé, and so on, and, uh, and, and, and carve out a space for themselves. Some of those will be pushing, again, for an uh, extremely right-wing position of building bridges with the um, Front National and trying to, um, you know, some may even imagine at some point, you know, proposing some kind of coalitional politics. Um, others, uh, more centrist figures, will be looking rather to build bridges with uh, with Macron uh, and support him either uh, in terms of entering the government or from outside. Um, of course, a lot of this will depend on what how the legislative elections shake out um, and uh, whether these parties uh, manage to recover some of the uh, some of the strength that they've lost with this presidential election. Uh, but it's likely, yeah, you're likely to see those kinds of arguments and splits uh, in both directions, in both camps, um, with, of course, as I say, a lot of personal um, uh, score settling as well, which is likely to be pretty nasty. Sebastian, thanks very much. No problem. Sebastian Budgen is a senior editor for Verso Books and a member of the editorial board at Historical Materialism. Thank you for listening to The Dig from Jacobin Magazine. As Marx once kind of said, while other podcasts have only interpreted the world in various ways, our point is to change it. We are posting new episodes every week, and sometimes, like this week, two. The Dig was produced by Alex Lewis, engineered by Liza Yeager, 
Music by Jeffrey Brodsky. Follow us on Twitter at The Dig Radio, and please find us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts where you can subscribe and also leave us a glowing, lovely review. They do help introduce us to new listeners, and so does telling all of your friends. Also, please find us on Patreon and make a monthly contribution to keep this thing going. Even a few bucks is extraordinarily helpful.